was only a matter of time till something like this happened. Trump gave classified info to Sergey and Sergey in the Oval Office because, well, he's a... He's a showboat. He's a grandstander. I didn't say it. He said it. Uh, this is just unbelievable. You know, the problem with this is they're saying, well, it's his right to give out information. But uh, this was from a uh, source. And it would be very, he didn't give out the source, he didn't give it, he gave out the um, vague details, but the vague details are so specific that the the Russians then could figure out the source. And so that, the, the source said they didn't want them, any of the information shared with other allies yet, and the states were following along with that until that idiot in the White House decided to speak his mind. Here's uh, Colbert's take on that. I got good news and I got bad news. The bad news, the Washington Post is reporting that Donald Trump revealed highly classified information to the Russian foreign minister and ambassador. Okay, the good news, Trump found the leaker. <laughs> it's fast. That about says it all, doesn't it? So now I heard some reports that Germany, Chris, is questioning on whether, questioning whether they're going to share information with the states now. They just don't know that they can be trusted. Well, yeah, I, I think if, if they were told, hey, don't share this with anybody when you're allies, you're trying to be allies and trying to keep it to yourselves. On the other hand, I think if you're trying to maybe bring Russia into the fold, which is what I think, you know, I, there's a lot. It's, it's fun to make fun of Trump and act like and joke that he's, you know, a puppet of Russia. But I think that his ultimate theory, and maybe I'm giving him way too much credit, is that he needs to bring Russia on side with the West, and that's why he's warming up to them so Yeah, you're much. giving him much too credit, in my <laughs> opinion. That's much, I'm much credit. I, like, he's saying, hey, you're, we've got a mutual enemy in ISIS. Let me help you here, and maybe when uh, I need some help, you'll come back my way. Yeah, well, let me just say, uh, just going to read here, Donald Trump, Crooked Hillary, and her team were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information, not fit was one tweet from July and February. He said the real scandal here is the classified information is illegally given out by intelligence like candy, very un-American. His words, not mine. And the real story that Congress, the FBI, and all others should be looking into this leaking of classified information must find the leaker now. I guess that's what Colbert was referring to. Oh, the leaker is you. Hey, we're learning more about our favorite SNL parody and who was behind Baldwin's Trump. This guy. North Korea referred to the interview as absolutely intolerable and a wanton act of terror. Even more amazing, not the worst review the movie got. Tina Fey. Yeah, she was the one who put the bug in Lauren Michaels' ear on who should play uh, Trump. She said Baldwin would be great. And apparently, according to Baldwin, Chris, it took him ages to figure out how he was going to play Trump. He would watch and watch and watch Trump on, on television and online. And try to do it and get his lips puckered up just the right way. You know what the recipe was? He said, I'm going to play him angry all the time. I signed a tremendous travel ban. I didn't read it, but I signed it. People took pictures of me holding up the paper, very official. And these judges have been very disrespectful. I'm right, they're wrong. I want the... Ruling reinstated with the band reinstated. Also, I want seven hundred and twenty-five dollars. <laughs> it just he said, you know, I just have to make him cranky all the time. He's not really happy about anything, and bang on. I don't know what on. ever happened to him not playing him anymore. Because uh, remember, there were yeah. grumblings after a few weeks of him playing Trumps. Him saying, "Oh no, I might not do this for very much longer. I don't think that I'm going to be able to do it anymore." And now he just keeps doing it every week. There's it's more, like crack. More more. It's He's like addicted. crack. Yeah. Interim conservative leader Rona Ambrose uh, dropped a bombshell yesterday in the House of Commons. 
It's truly been one of the greatest honours of my life to serve in the House of Commons, and I can't imagine years ago thinking that this would have happened. She's going to step down from her seat when the House of Commons breaks for summer recess. I was talking about the uh, upcoming election for the leader of the Conservative Party. I think May 24th they go to the polls, right? And uh, is that a holiday, May 24th? It's it's around there. Maybe it's the 25th. They're not going to work on a holiday. (laughs) Silly me. But it happens at the end of the month. They're going to pick their new uh, leader of the, the Conservative Party. And I was really sad that Rona is not going to be uh, considered. You can't consider them because it's a kind of an unfair advantage because mm-hmm. she's been doing the job and doing it incredibly well, I think. May 27th. May 27th. Of course, they're not working on a holiday. Hey, uh, Bell customers. Are you Bell customer, Chris? I am not a Bell. I've, I've purged myself of all my Bell uh, products and services well, a while ago. Well, then you will not be getting an apology from Bell. They are apologizing to their customers after 1.9 million email addresses and approximately 1,700 names and phone numbers stolen by hackers from their database. And uh, apparently they say there's no financial or password or other sensitive personal information accessed, but they are working with the RCMP about this. The uh, person or group alleging that they're behind the the attack wrote online that they're releasing a significant portion of Bell.ca's data due to the fact they've failed to cooperate with us. And they don't care for customers. I just don't understand, though. Basically, they've got phone numbers, names, addresses, email addresses. They've got a phone book. You know, people stopped collecting a phone book a long time ago. What are they going to release? They're going to release the white pages? Thanks, guys. But Well, it's kind of true because, you know, there's a lot of people that don't uh, list their phone numbers anymore. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't, other than online, I, I haven't actually seen a physical phone book in a very long time. No, I no, I, I haven't seen one either. I think there might be one or two at the cottage somewhere collecting <laughs> dust. They're, they're good when you need a booster seat when a small child arrives and there's no high chair. Well, I'll keep it in mind. You know, hackers have struck again, and I'm not talking about the bell hack or the malware. I'm talking about this time the target is the mouse. Disney is the target. And hackers said they've stolen an upcoming film from Walt Disney Studios, not naming which one, but... They say they want huge sums in Bitcoin. That is that uh, currency, online currency that you cannot trace. And they want it soon. Or they're going to start releasing first five minutes of a major motion picture that Disney is releasing soon. And then you you don't pay up? 20-minute chunks to follow until that ransom is paid. People think that Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No Tales may be coming out a little earlier than the release date of Memorial Day weekend. 20 minutes at a time. (laughs) Yeah. Who is going to sit there and watch that? You really, I'm I'm sorry, that franchise jumped the shark a long time ago, didn't it? Like after number two? I liked the first one and I never uh, paid attention to it afterwards, unfortunately. Sorry, Johnny, but interesting that pirates would choose a movie about pirates to pirate. I didn't even get on that, Chris. I didn't even get on that. Very astute of you, my friend. Uh, Coming up, we're going to talk about the fact that, you know, we spoke about Bell. Uh, they right now are one of the people, one of the companies that uh, 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 Councillor for Ward 29, Dufferin and Toronto, is uh, is going to be um, asking them to uh, help turn on. Could I sound any more confused? I'm sorry. It's the names. I should just, I need to get a pronouncer on her last name. It's one of those really ex- hard to say. Fragidakis. Fragidakis. Okay. Come on, you can't say Fragidakis? No, I can't say Fragidakis. Start with Tzatziki and then say Fragidakis. Tzatziki, Fragidakis. See, still not so good. Anyhow, long and the short, if I can speak English and frankly with you, every cell phone you have, it, you have a chip. It, it turns on an FM radio 
And that means if you have that chip turned on, you don't have to pay for data. And she's basically saying, hey, phone companies and service providers like Bell, you need to turn the chip on because it is and it should be free and accessible to all cell phone users.